This is Paladin Financial Talk with Jeff Foley and the Paladin Financial Team. Basically, the more accounts you have, the more opportunities there are for mistakes. So taking control of your assets may help you to avoid some of those common mistakes that investors make. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here's Paladin Financial Talk. Welcome to Paladin Financial Talk. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore, and I'm here with our host, the man with the plan, is Matt Bryant. Matt, so great to be with you today. How have you been? Doing great, Tony. Happy to be here. Awesome. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to this show, Matt. But before we jump into it, let our listeners know if they have any questions throughout the show, how can they get a hold of you? Right. You can go to paladinfinancial.com or call 651-842-8406. All right. Well, I can't wait to jump into today's topic because... Uh, it's action-packed, and uh, it's an extended episode full of valuable insights to help you on that path to financial success. And I think we should dive right in because saving and investing can be intimidating, especially for younger people or if you've never really done it before. So to kick our show off today, explain why it's so crucial to start early on a financial journey. You know, I always say, uh, I always ask, when's the best time to plant a tree? 20, 20 years, years ago. ago. Yep. Yeah, 20 years ago. When's the second best time? Today. Today, right? Absolutely. And it's the same thing with investing. If you start now and you give that portfolio, that nest egg time to grow, you're going to be much better off than if you start 20, 30 years down the road. Sure. And the last thing you want to have happen is wake up when you're 70 or 75 and retired and looking at eating butter noodles every day, right? (laughs) Not that they're not good to eat, but you'd rather choose to eat them than being forced to eat them. Right, right. Um, And when you begin saving and investing when you're in your 20s, rather than in your 40s, 50s, or 60s, you give yourself a much better chance of success to have something to rely upon when you do reach retirement. Yeah. Got an example here for you. Okay. All right, so let's say we have a hypothetical person named Tony. Oh. (laughs) Completely hypothetical. hypothetical. Starts investing $5,000 a year at age 25, does it for 10 years, and then stops investing. Okay. But lets that money keep growing until he's 65. How much ballpark do you think he has? Boy, I don't know. Uh, He only invests $50,000 and then doesn't do anything else, and it grows at about 7%. $400,000? Close. Just a little bit over $600,000. Oh, really? Yep. Only invested 50, just let it go. Now let's take another guy, Terry. He invests $5,000 for 30 years, but he doesn't start until he's 35. So it goes till age 65, also grows at 7%. By the end of the day, he only has $525,000. Wow. So he invested- It's almost 100,000 less. Why is that? Power of time and compounding. So he invested 100,000 more of his own money, but he winds up with almost 100,000 less. So let's take a third person. Let's call her Amanda. She invests $5,000 starting at 25, invests for 40 years. She also grows at 7%. She winds up with over a million dollars in her portfolio. $5,000 isn't that much money. Not a year. No. 415, 416 bucks a year or a month. Now it might be a lot when you're 25. Right. But still, if you can find a way to do that, that's not a bad way to uh, 
to build your nest egg over time. And that's the power of compounding right there. You let the market and you let time do the work for you and you don't have to do near as much as if you wait 15, 20, 30 years down the road. Wow. Yeah. The power of compounding interest is huge. So it's time, right? Time. Uh, like you said, uh, the best time to start is now. And uh, no matter what age you're at, start now. Start if now. If you haven't started it's... already. And if you've already started, increase. Yeah. Right? Increase. And $5,000 when you're 20 years down the road, you should be able to increase that. But that's just a simple example to say, look, just start early and you're going to be pretty well off by the end of the by the time you get to retirement. Yeah, that's really good. I mean, obviously, compounding interest and time, huge. So where should young people or people just uh, starting to save, uh, where should you begin? How do you start this process? First thing is create a budget, right? So whether you're a young adult or, you know, 40, 50, 60 years old, you should always have a budget. You should know where your money's going every month, every year. And then you should also be able to say at the end of that budget, I have a little extra to set aside for emergency savings and also some to invest. Life's going to throw you curveballs. You want to make sure that you have the emergency savings built up so that you don't wipe yourself out. So right. everybody's had a car breakdown. Everybody's had an injury or a health expense, something like that. And if you have the cash buffer to be able to weather that little storm, you're not going to knock yourself off as far as retirement savings goes. Yeah. So, okay. So budgeting, setting up an emergency fund. Mm -hmm. And I know you've always said, you know, three to six months yep. of income in your emergency fund. Uh, that's really important. It sounds hard, especially if you're young and starting out, you want to bring all that money home. Mm -hmm. uh, but if you never see it and you put some right into savings, have it automatically deposited when your check hits, uh, that's, I think, right. a great way to do that, right? Yeah. And I'm not saying go live like a hermit, right? You're 25 right. years old. You're a young adult. You're probably on your first real job. Yeah. You don't want to be locked in your apartment or your house, not doing anything, but sure. you should be able to set it up so that a little bit is saved each month. You can still have fun and enjoy life, yeah. but you're going to be much better off at the end of the day if you are disciplined about it. Yeah. So um, let's talk about investing next mm -hmm. uh, and how you can get started. I think a lot of young people are probably hesitant and even older people because of risk, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it can be scary. Everybody remembers 2008 when the stock market got hammered, early 2000s. Yeah. The stock market's going to crash the day after I start investing. That's not true. And the idea is if you save a little bit every month, you're going to be better off because of that, because that's called dollar cost averaging. So you're putting money in when the market's down. That's helpful. You're actually. buying things on sale. Everybody yeah. likes a sale. So why yeah. not do it with your, your investments as well? And I think especially for younger people, helping them establish a budget as a grandparent or a parent, maybe you're giving your teenager an allowance. What we do with our son, he's 10 years old, so he doesn't have income, but he gets, you know, gift money and things like that. He doesn't like it, but we make him take a little bit every month or every time that money comes in and set it aside into yep. a different account. He argues with it every time, but every once in a while, I'll show him what that account is doing. And we've invested in stocks and he's surprised that that's money he would have spent on video games or Nerf guns or whatever, but now it's in an account growing and he says, okay, I understand what that's all about. Now he still wants to pull it out and buy something. But <laughs> sure. But if he sees something he wants, he's like, Hey, I got that money in the account. I he can can't use touch for it. that. He can't yeah, touch it. That's but good. 
the idea is he's he's starting to see and understanding that you do have to save a little bit each time, mm-hmm. but there is a reward at the end of the tunnel. That's something grandparents or parents can do for their kids or grandkids, and it sets them up to be pretty financial literate, financially literate down the road. Yeah. With our kids, uh, when they were in their teens, got their first jobs, even young, mm-hmm. if grandma would have them over and pay them to mow the lawn or a neighbor, oh, yeah. they'd do something for a neighbor. Even at, at that early age, if they earned any money, half, we made them put half in savings. Impressive. And they get to keep half to do with it whatever they want with it. And we really pushed them to carry that through throughout until they graduated high school uh, because we put that into an account. And then once it built up to a certain amount, we put it in their 529. Okay. So that's you for college. So that money was for school, mm-hmm. right? So, um, and that really worked. Two out of th- Two out of the three did well with that. Good. So, yeah. So, <laughs> hey, two out of three ain't bad. That's what I always bad. tell no. people. I love all three of my children, but <laughs> and yeah. it's, it the goal is he's 25 years old, he gets that first job, 10%, 20%, whatever, automatically goes someplace to be invested. Yeah. Which is that's another thing, just automate it. Like don't write a check every month no. to wherever you're because then you'll feel it more if you never see it if you've never had it uh, you won't miss it no and that's why having it automatically deduct and now you can even have it uh, increase every year yeah so when you get a raise your your amount you contribute to retirement accounts or savings accounts just goes up automatically and that's smart yeah all the platforms out there have some sort of automatic saving feature it's almost hard not to so take advantage of it if you're 25 20 maybe even 15 with that first job. I know it's tough and you want to spend it, but you'll thank yourself 30, 40 years down the road because we've seen in our work here, both sides, the people that did save diligently and then the ones that are coming in saying, all right, I'm about to retire. What can you do for me? And sure, there hasn't been the saving happening. Yeah. So Now, and I know we don't get into specific investment advice on the show because everybody's situation is different. Mm-hmm. And that's why you... Uh, want our listeners to meet with you. So if you have a, if you're a young person or you know of a young person who wants to start investing, have them give Matt a call. But just as an overview, this isn't a specific recommendation or you're not going to recommend specific things. But for those starting, what are some beginner friendly investment options that are out there? Right. So the best thing right now is if you are investing just a little bit every month, there's a something called an exchange traded fund. Sure. Everybody's heard of mutual funds. This is like a newer version. ETF, right? ETF, right? Exchange so, traded fund. So with a small amount of money, you can get invested into hundreds or thousands of companies. So you're not buying one stock at a time, which adds extra risk. You can buy into something that has exposure, say, to the U.S. stock market. And it'll go up and down. It'll have volatility to it but you're a little bit more diversified than if you're buying individual stocks and you can just set it up to buy incremental shares or whole shares as you go along. Much easier than trying to pick the stock because that is even more intimidating oh, than investing. Yeah, and you can really make costly mistakes doing yes. that. So set it up, find a good ETF. They tend to be low cost. Um, you can have broad diversification and it can be on autopilot. Kids, they want to, they want like I, I want to be invested in Disney or Apple yeah. or are this video game company, right? So, right. And that's something like, for example, we talk with our son about is he has these companies he interacts with. So sure. he Disney Plus, he's watching sure. whatever and Roblox and all these different things. So sure. with some of that money, we force him to set aside 
we'll sit down and take a look and say, what do you want to buy and why? I think a key thing is understand what you're buying. Don't be chasing things that you don't understand. Right. That's a recipe for disaster. But buy things you like, companies you understand. Yeah. It's fun for him because I can say, hey, you're part owner of Disney or Apple. Now there's billions of shares out there and he owns two or yeah. four or whatever it yeah. may be. Sure. But for a 10-year-old- Hey, I'll take four shares of Apple any yeah, that's day. That's right. That's not cheap. No, no. But for a, a kid to say, yeah, you know, I have actual ownership in this and starting to understand what the stock market's all about is I think- it's more than just what's invested. It's the lesson he's getting out of it all. Yeah. Yeah. At a certain age, it's the lesson. As you get older, you need to make more strategic things uh, and you need the advice of a financial professional. Yep. Uh, you're not recommending any particular stock. No. You and I aren't saying buy Apple uh, or Disney. What we're doing is using that as just an example. Uh, again, you need to get individualized advice. And I think it's so important. And I know. Uh, Jeff was willing to meet with um, uh, my daughter and her boyfriend wanted to start a Roth. Mm -hmm. He just, he's in college and wanted to start a Roth. And, uh, you know, Jeff's not going to make much, if any, money off of him. But Jeff was nice enough to, you guys sat down and said, hey, here's what you should do. And I think that's great. I know you're more than willing to help people, you know, to, to avoid mistakes. And a big part of what we enjoy is sitting with people and educating yeah, and this is part of why we do the the podcast and everything. Yeah. But getting people set off on the right track because there are mistakes out there that can be quite costly. So yeah. we enjoy that part of it. Yeah, and you want to learn early on uh, how to avoid mistakes, and getting this education up front is great. But no matter what stage of life you're in, I mean, mm-hmm. I always learn things from the show. You know, I'm in my fifties, and I learn things I wish I would have known in my twenties. That's for sure. It's never too late. Yeah, that's true. It is never too late. So this is good advice. Diversification, start small. Those are good strategies. So what about retirement planning? Obviously, that's pretty distant to young people, but would you recommend they start at young? I would say at their first full-time job, Yes, they need to start putting money aside for that, right? Yes. So saving, you know, you save and invest in the ETFs, for example, that we talked about. Yeah. Another way of doing it is inside of a retirement plan. Ah. So- you going back to the very simple example at the beginning, you're doing $5,000, maybe you're 25 years old, $416 roughly a month, maybe a stretch if you're on a budget and you're, sure. you know, pulling in 3000 a month or something like that. But a lot of 401ks now, for example, the company will match what you put in up to a certain point. Why not let your employer help pay for your retirement or be able to escalate it, as you mentioned earlier, and add an extra percent every year as you get raises. So Hmm. getting started with 401ks, IRAs, Roth IRAs, they offer tax benefits, which can help that money grow faster. Um, That's something we talk about with clients is how to maximize that as well. Well, sure. Like a Roth, like tax advantaged accounts are huge. Mm -hmm. And people might think, I don't care about taxes when you're young, but I'll tell you what, over time, it makes a difference. If If you're putting money into a tax deferred account, uh, when that comes due and you want to take that money out and you owe all the taxes on all the money mm-hmm. and the accrued interest, um, you might want to plan between now and then for that, right? Is that's, what you're saying? That's Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And we talked about just simply starting with investing and saving. That's key. As you get into the different types of vehicles and things like that, that's where we come in to help you navigate which makes the most sense for you. Sure. As long as you keep saving. But you're right. You, the tax 
benefits yeah. can be massive. Yeah. Well, and one thing, moving on uh, to the other thing I wanted to ask you about, Matt, especially when we're talking about young adults. And uh, the one thing I always worry about with my kids, especially my youngest daughter is in that age. You know, she's mm-hmm. 18, first year, just moved out to college. And in our mailbox at our house where she's lived up until now, we have been getting so many ads for credit cards, mm-hmm. right? And I worry about debt. And then you have student loans. So mm-hmm. um, debt has to be a concern, uh, especially for young people, right? It, it, yes, absolutely. There's, you know, the credit cards, especially, that's high interest. They're, yeah. It's very easy to get your hands on it, to go out and spend three, four, 500 bucks and not feel like you're actually spending it until that next month when all of a sudden you're paying 20% on that payment. The biggest thing is to not get sucked into that type of lifestyle. Like right. Just, it's good to have a credit card. There's rewards. As long as you pay it off every month, you can build credit that way, which is good for a young person. But getting sucked into the cycle of paying credit card debt every month, you're never going to get ahead if you get stuck there. Um, student loans, that's a big one. And that's tough too. You know, college is not as cheap as it was even 10 years ago. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, it goes up exponentially every so, year. And that's tough, right? Going to college is important, yeah. but at the same time, being able to pay for it and not paying for it for 40 years is a key. Oh yeah. And then mortgage rates are at very high levels right now. So it's yeah. tough Interest for somebody. Rates are high. Yeah. I mean, even to buy a car or it's tough for young people to get into houses. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not as much worried about that debt, although then they're paying high rent that's going toward nothing. So I'm also concerned about that. So uh, there are a lot of concerns for young people out there. Um, economically, it's a kind of a tough time. At least there's a lot of job opportunities. Yeah. That's and one positive. It is very challenging and difficult, but don't ignore it because it's hard because that's when you right. really get into trouble. Right. Take time. There's all kinds of tools on the internet, for example, that you can help with budgeting and you know shopping interest rates and things like that. Starting and investing and talking to a financial advisor can help too, but just don't ignore it. Don't yeah. pretend like it's going to go away. Yeah. And I would say for our regular listeners who uh, either are already clients of Paladin Financial or uh, they're thinking about working with a financial advisor or already do have a trusted advisor, bring your young adults in with you mm-hmm. and ask these questions. Um, I, I think it's great to get them involved. Um, You know, some parents don't feel comfortable about letting their adult children in on their financial aspect, but at least bring them in to ask their own questions and help them get started on the right path, right? Do you you ever have clients bring in their, uh, you know, either, you know, from like 17, 18 on? Yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, mom and dad might be 65 years old and coming on retirement. Yep. The way we build their plan is different, but they've got the 30 and 35 year old son and daughter or whatever that's just recently married, having kids, trying to navigate life, they have different needs and we can help with both them and the parents. And even if, you know, once they have kids, it's grandkids that are five years old and you're starting to set them up for college. So we help with all that. Everybody's unique and that's part of what we do. All right. Now we're getting to the end of the podcast here and Uh, What would be your top three tips uh, to end the show on for young people looking to build a solid financial future? Yep. Start early. Start saving. Start investing as soon as you can. Start early. Start often. And it doesn't need to be massive amounts. Right. If you can only afford $25 a month, do it. Right. Make sure it's on autopilot. It's much easier to increase it once it's in place than start later. Just get it going and 
you'll thank yourself. Educate yourself. So learn a, as much about this as you can. I know it's not the most interesting thing for everybody, but at least have a general sense of how all these finances work. And then yeah. if you hit a roadblock, talk to an advisor. That's what we're here for. Good idea. And then diversify and stay consistent. Don't be jumping in and out of the stock market if you are invested. Don't be trying to time things. Um, if you're doing $500 a month, keep it 500 or increase it if you can. But uh, once you have a plan, don't don't tinker with it too much. Right. Sounds good. Well, I, I think that's great. Some great tips. Start early. Educate yourself. Diversify. Stay consistent. Mm-hmm. Um, get advice from someone like yourself. Now, before we go, why don't you let our listeners know, Matt, how they can get a hold of you? Okay. You can find us at paladinfinancial.com or you can call us at 651-842-8406. All right, Matt, thank you so much. This has been a great show. Listeners, that does it for today's episode of Paladin Financial Talk with our host today, Matt Bryant. Thank you for listening to Paladin Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Jeff Foley at Paladin Financial. Call 877-219-3199 or visit their website at financialpaladin.com. Advisory services offered through Paladin Wealth LLC, a Minnesota registered investment advisor. Paladin Wealth LLC offers advisory services under the DBA Paladin Financial and Paladin Wealth. Insurance products and services offered through Paladin Insurance LLC. Paladin Wealth LLC and Paladin Insurance LLC are affiliated companies. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. We are not affiliated with or enforced by the Social Security Administration, the Federal Medicare Program, or any other government agency. Calling this number will direct you to a licensed sales agent.